Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. Get you a good cup of Joe and you're ready to go. Last week, I started a series entitled, I Am the Seven Things That Jesus Said About Himself. And in part one, I looked at John 6, 35, the bread of life, where Jesus said to them, I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall never hunger. Who believes in me shall never thirst. And as I looked at that, and as I shared that with you guys, I was looking at the spiritual side of hunger and the physical side of hunger. And on the physical side, I looked at the scriptures that talk about when Jesus fed the multitude with five loaves of bread and two fish and how being physically hungry, we're trying to find that substance that can sustain us to keep us full and to keep us going. But I I looked at it at a spiritual sense, showing that Jesus is the only spiritual way to be uh, fulfilled and he can sustain us and take care of that spiritual hunger. So today I'm looking at the light of the world and I'm looking at the scripture of John 8, 12. And then Jesus spoke to them saying, I'm the light of the world who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have light. Okay. So when Jesus is given his sermon on the mound, he preaches to the followers. He's telling the followers about being the salt and the light. And when he says that we're the light of the world, he he uses the scripture found in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, which is a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. Let your light shine before others so they may see the good works and give glory to your father in heaven. Jesus describes his followers like being light, which is on the outside and light speaks of a testimony of a follower of Christ, revealing the the illuminating of the truth. And what I mean by that is Jesus says, let our light shine before others. Let the truth uh, come out of us. Let people see. And so to give a, a best example to this, let's look at it this way. If you're in a dark room and someone turns on a flashlight, your eyes are automatically fixated on where that bright light's coming from. And that's all you see is that bright light. And no matter where they turn that flashlight, it runs the darkness out of the area and it illuminates, correct? Well, that's the same thing with Jesus. Jesus comes into dark places in our lives and he illuminates, he runs the darkness out. We gotta remember the devil himself loves darkness. He loves chaos. He loves all of this. Jesus is not a part of that. Jesus is light, he's the truth, and he's the way. And when he enters into areas in your life, he can run that darkness out. I believe there's a lot of people in the world today, ladies and gentlemen, that are suffering from some type of darkness. All right? And it may be of their own doing, and it may not be, but they're suffering. And a lot of people in this world today needs Jesus but some of them just do not know how to get there. And that's where we come in because it's our jobs as followers of Christ to share our testimony, to witness to other, let people see the light shine from us so they know that we are a child of God. But so many times we are judged 
and we act a certain way and we do certain things, it causes people to turn away. And I spoke about that in an earlier episode entitled Hypocrites. So I don't want to get into that a whole lot today. But how to be the light of the world? We got to share our faith in Christ. Just like I said, God takes ordinary people and uses them to share his message to people who need to hear it. All right. When we share our faith, we are spreading his light. If you're saved, you need to let it shine. Don't hide your testimony and don't be ashamed to take your Bible to work, take it to school or take it out in public. Don't be afraid to pray over lunch at school or at work or anywhere that you're at. Let others see the love that that the Lord Jesus Christ demonstrates. And that's something we need to really do today. We need to share our faith. We need to let our light shine for faith. I understand there's separation of church and state and separation of this and that and all of this other stuff. But I'm here to tell you, we need to take a stand as Christians and let the world know that we're not going to be intimidated by them anymore. Because if if the world can shut us down with social media, with enough pressure, then Christians will keep their heads down and they'll never say a word again. Jesus never did that. He rose up, he stood up for what was right, and he stood his ground. And as long as we're speaking the word of God, we're not in the wrong. The second thing we should do to be the light of the world is we need to take our light where it's dark. Jesus describes what he says in that passage, uh, the light of the world the, the is not the light of the church. That means that we have to get beyond the church walls and take our light out there in the darkness. Okay? Just as I said, there's a lot of darkness out here in the world. Just as we take that flashlight and we turn it on, that's what we need to do. We need to get out there and let our light shine before others. We need to share our faith in Christ. We need to take and let the light come out of us into the dark world and let people see what we're about. Okay? The third thing is we should let our light shine together as a church. When Jesus talks about the the strength of collective light, each house in a city where the lights are cast at a glow across the skies, Christians should come together and glow for the Lord that we cannot create individually. We shine the brightest when we shine together. And that's true. Because the Bible says we're two or more gathered in his name. He's in the middle. So can you imagine if, if several of us as believers come together and share Christ, what we could do, how we could lift a lot of people up out of darkness. I'm not saying we're therapists. I'm not saying that we can fix everything. And I'm not saying we can save anybody. Salvation belongs to the Lord and the Lord only. I'm saying that we have an opportunity to let our light shine and to stand our ground and to tell people about Jesus because this world is lost. I believe this world is heading to hell. And we have an opportunity to share the word of God so people can seek salvation and be able to turn their lives around. That's what we have the ability to do. Whether we do it or not, that's a different story. 
because we have a lot of people, and you've heard me say this before, we got a lot of people who want to stand on the sidelines with their hands in the pocket because they don't want to get dirty. Well, being a Christian doesn't mean we're going to stay clean 24-7 because Jesus never did. He got out there and he got dirty. Just when the Pharisees came and asked the disciples, why does your master eat with uh, tax collectors and sinners? Jesus said, is it, is, is it not the sick that needs a physician? Or is it the healthy? And what he was meaning is, I'm not here to call the righteousness. I'm here to call sinners. I'm here to help the ones that are sick. And that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. All right. So we need to live also surrendered to the Lord. So how can we let our light shine for God? Jesus says that we have to let our light light shine before men in such a way that they can see the good works and glorify God. That's how we can do it. We have to live for God. We have to completely surrender our lives to him. All right. Jesus said that we are to let our light shine before others. In other words, to get right with God, to fulfill the Holy Spirit, and we can simply let our light shine. That's what we have to do. So, so far, out of the seven-part series, we looked at the bread of life, how to be spiritually fulfilled by Jesus, of coming to him, and knowing that he could sustain us, he can spiritually fulfill our hunger. And we've looked at how Jesus is the light of the world and how we could be the light of the world as believers in, of him. And how we can go out here in a lost and dying world and tell people about Jesus. I'm excited about doing this series with you, to be honest with you, because it's I love the scriptures of the great I am. I've always loved the scriptures of reading about when Jesus is telling them that he is the bread of life. He is the light of the world. He is the door. He is the good shepherd, and he is the resurrection and the life. That is stuff that just gets me super excited, and that's why I wanted to share it with you guys. Because I'm looking forward to when we get together next week and we start talking about uh, John 10, 19, when he says, I am the door, anyone that enters to me will be saved, and will go out and find pastures. I'm not going to get a whole lot into that, but it's it's exciting to know that we have a Savior named Jesus that is all of these things wrapped up, who's there for us anytime that we need him. All we have to do is be strong enough to call upon him. And if we come humbly, and there are people out there, I do believe if they would just come humbly, down and seek the Lord, they could find him. Quit chasing the things of this world. Quit trying to be a part of this world and just surrender yourself to Jesus. You would find that a lot of things that are going on in your life would change. Would it change overnight? Probably not, but it will change. So we have that opportunity. We have that ability to do that. All we have to do is be willing to surrender. To Jesus. So we don't want to do that, to be quite honest with you. We never want to do that. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. I know it's only been 12 minutes of devotional and scriptures, but that's what I wanted to share with you because we're going to, like I said, continue next week um, with the scriptures. 
and we're going to continue on until we get all of them done. Um, I'm excited to, to share this with you guys. Remember, anytime that you're listening to this podcast um, and you want to message me, by all means do. Um, some exciting stuff that I, I want to keep sharing with you guys is if you enjoy listening to the podcast, but you also want to watch the videos, make sure you go to uh, YouTube um, because on the YouTube channel, Jesus in a Cup of Joe, I'm trying to do weekly videos. Um, they're anywhere from... 20 minutes to 45 minutes to where I try to get on there and just read some scriptures, spend some time with you guys live streaming, of course. Um, so if you want to be a part of that show, by all means, uh, come on, be a part of that. Also, I have a prayer group I've started on the Facebook. So if you go to Facebook, Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you'll notice we have a Jesus and a Cup of Joe prayer group. It's Welcome for everyone. Anyone is able to join. This way we can fellowship together because, as I said, the Bible says we're two or more gathered. He's in the middle. And so this allows us to come together and pray for each other, whether it's spoken prayers or unspoken prayers. Gives us an opportunity to come together and pray. Gives us an opportunity to come together and just kind of maybe share scripture, share thoughts, laugh, cry together. Just just fellowship, honestly. Um we're still trying to stream on Twitch channel, um, so if you do any tw uh, anybody on the Twitch channel, we're on there also. Um, I'm looking at trying to do some Facebook Live here very soon, so it's it's really exciting. Um, if you go to the website, JesusInACupOfJoe.com, um, I did a whole revamp of the website to where it's more user friendly, in my opinion. And so you'll notice right off the bat when you come in. You're going to see all of the recent episodes of the podcast. There is a video button that'll take you to all the videos from YouTube. Um, there is a devotional section slash blog page so you can read uh, the devotions. We do have now a merchandise store um, on there. And this is where we're selling Jesus and a Cup of Joe merchandise, whether it be shirts, sweatshirts, coffee cups, you name it, it's, it's out there. So if there's something that you would like to see with Jesus in a cup of Joe, by all means, let me know. Um, also, we have sponsorship uh, site up and running, so you can see our sponsors. And we have a donate page. So if you feel like donating to Jesus in a cup of Joe, real simple. You can do it through PayPal. You can th do it through an app called Buy Me a Coffee. Or you can do it through our stream elements section. Um, all the proceeds will go to, to not only support this, this podcast and the videos, but it also will go locally to help, um, the community. So I want to encourage everybody, if you can, to, to donate, to help keep Jesus and a cup of Joe going. So as I get ready to wrap this up today, like I said, 15 minutes, uh, going into this, I just thank all of you guys for, uh, being, uh, supportive of the videos and the podcast, being supportive of everything of Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, it, it truly mean, it means a lot to me. All right. So I want to encourage you guys to get more involved with Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Um, subscribe, follow, share. That's the, that's the things I've been asking people. Subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to the channels. Subscribe to the Facebook pages. Um, Follow them and share them with friends and family. So 
As we get ready to wrap this up, thank you all so much. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. And remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.